This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousey. Whether it's home, auto, renters, or business, for the insurance that best fits your needs, call Sheila Frousey at 559 221 5160. Let's go, Davis. Stay up to date with the Sunbirds at fpuathletics.com and on social media at FPU Sunbirds. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Sunbird Sound Off. We've got another really full episode for you because it was a busy week around FPU Athletics with eight different Sunbird sports in action. And before we get you caught up on anything that you might have missed, as always, this episode is presented by Farmers Insurance agent Sheila Frousing. She's a women's basketball alumni. If you need somebody that you can trust for your home, for your life, for auto, anything that you need, Farmers Insurance agent Sheila Frousing has you covered. So a big thank you to Sheila, as always, for sponsoring this podcast. Like I said, it's another full episode. And once we get you caught up on all the Sunbird sports action, I'll bring in Tim Slack to talk some women's water polo as they are two weeks into their season ahead of our sit-down with attacker Rosemary Chapman. Get a feel for how the team has started this season out. And then, as always, we'll close out by letting you know who is going to be in action this week. But now, let's jump right into the action as Swim and Dive competed at the PCSC Championships, and there were multiple Sunbirds who frequented the podium throughout the four-day meet. The action started on Wednesday when Jackson Calloway came away with the win in the 1,000-yard freestyle, setting a personal best and winning the Sunbirds their first medal of the championships. A few more medal finishes on Wednesday as the women's A200 medley team took third. The men's 800 medley team took third, and that closed out the action on day one. Day two saw more Sunbirds on the podium as Jan Bielecki won the 50 free with a season best time of 20.26 seconds. He also headed the 200-yard freestyle relay team to a second-place finish for Fresno Pacific. On day three, the Sunbirds were able to grab a handful of gold, starting with the men's 400 relay. Jan Bielecki and Dennis Durr also took first place in the 100 butterfly and 100 breaststroke, respectively. The Sunbirds rounded out the day with a pair of second-place finishes in the men's 400 IM and the 100 backstroke. There were plenty more dropped times and finals qualifications for both sides after three days of competition, though, because day four was waning. And on day four, some familiar faces for the Sunbirds graced the podium again as Dennis Durr and Jan Bielecki each grabbed another gold medal. Jackson Calloway, Botan Navratil picked up second place finishes on the final day. On the women's side, Charlotte Wilbers, Natalie Noble, Joanna Paula also all dropped their times. And for a full day-to-day recap, you can go to fpuathletics.com, click on the swim and dive page. Uh, Sunbirds will now wait to see who is selected for nationals. There were quite a few qualifying times, so the Sunbirds will be waiting on that. We'll have to see who is going to represent Fresno Pacific at Nationals. Now we'll go over to track and field as they were in action in Santa Barbara at the Westmont University Sunshine Open. It was a very windy day that definitely affected conditions, but as we've heard here on the Sunbird Sound Off from Coach Winter and from the talented athletes, there's a lot to be excited about 
uh, but for with Fresno Pacific track and field this season. And the Sunbirds proved just why on Saturday, as many put their names in the record books, Dayon Milosinic had an outstanding showing in the javelin with a throw of 71.75 meters. That was 27 meters better than second place, 20 meters clear of the previous FPU record. On the women's side, the distance medley finished with the ninth best time in FPU history with a mark of 13 minutes, one second, and 0.25. Madison Flores, we had her on the podcast last week, she dominated in the 200 meters with a personal best of 24.09 seconds, good enough to win and she posted the third best time in school history. Some other Fresno Pacific first place finishes included the women's 4x400 relay team as they finished with a time of 403.8. That was four seconds faster than the second place finishers. Rodney Chamamal took first place in the 3,000 meters. Isaac Davis took first place in the long jump with a jump of 7.18 meters. Adrian Hodges took home first place in the triple jump with a jump of 14.29 meters. Mo Bradley took home first place in the shot put. Devin Kelly also as well, honorable mention, in the long jump and the triple jump. He finished second. His jump in the long jump, that was his personal best. For, uh, Coach said that it was, it was a very strong performance that demonstrated some potential as well as showcasing the mental readiness dealing with the weather. Sunbirds will be in action for their only home meet of the season on Saturday, and we'll have some more information on how you can come out and back the birds coming up here at the end of the podcast. The baseball team was in action as they hit the road for a three-game road series at Chico State, and what a wild three games those were. Game one was a close contest that would set the tone for the competitive edge of the weekend. Unfortunately for the Sunbirds, after they built a 4-3 to three lead through six innings, the Wildcats knocked a three-run home run out in the bottom half of the six to give them a 6-4 to four lead. The Sunbirds would play one in the seventh, but nothing more as they dropped the first game of the three-game series 6-5. to five. But a doubleheader was looming on deck on Saturday, and the Sunbirds would enact some revenge after the close loss on Friday, grinding their way out to a hard-fought 3-2 victory in 12 innings of action. Despite the stellar start from Garrett Cooper, who pitched seven innings, four hits, uh, one run, eight strikeouts, the Sunbirds found themselves trailing 1-0, headed to the ninth inning before Jared Aguilar crushed a solo home run with a one-out to send the game into extra innings, and it would remain tied at one all the way until the 12th when the Sunbirds were able to play two runs thanks to a Matsumaru solo home run and an Andrew Valdez sacrifice bunt. And the bunt added some much-needed insurance for the Sunbird win as they were able to take that one by a final score of 3-2. to two. It was a fast turnaround for the seven-inning finale, and this time the bats came to play on both sides as the Sunbirds jumped out to a 6 to nothing lead in the second inning. But the Wildcats negated that quickly with five runs in the second and one run in the third to knock things up at six. Thanks to a Shane Purcell bases loaded walk and a Matsumaru infield single, the Sunbirds went to the final inning leading by one. However, it was the bottom of the sixth when the Sunbirds gave up a single, a double, and the eventual two-run walk-off home run that gave Chico State the 10-8 to victory as the Wildcats take the series two games to one. Kotaro Matsumaru led the way for the Sunbirds offensively, going eight of 14 during the three-game series with a pair of home runs and six runs batted in. Miguel Ortiz also had five RBI for the Sunbirds. Fresno Pacific now four and three on the year, 
and will continue their 11-game road trip this week. Men's and women's tennis also got their season underway this week. We'll start with the women who were in action twice. They dropped both matches that they played against Sacramento State and Azusa Pacific. Sane Brule picked up the win for FPU in her singles match, winning in straight sets 6-2, 6-4 versus Azusa Pacific. On the men's side, they dropped their match to Azusa Pacific as well. Men's and women's basketball were both in action as they finished out their homestand against Concordia Irvine before headed over to Hawaii for their road trip. It got off to an exciting start. On the women's side, with a thrilling come-from-behind overtime victory over the Golden Eagles, after trailing by 16 at halftime, the Sunbirds ignited in the third quarter, erasing the deficit, scoring a season-high 30 points in the third. The game would go to overtime, and in overtime, it was the Sunbird defense that clamped down as they were able to also hit some key free throws to come away with an 80-77 to victory. Mason Ricks finished with a 16-point, 10-rebound double-double. Rachel Berry had 19 points and 6 rebounds with a couple of key free throws down the stretch for Fresno Pacific. The Sunbirds, unfortunately, though, weren't able to carry the momentum from the homestand into their first game on the islands as they took on Hawaii Hilo and the Vulcans ran away from the start en route to a 71-35 to victory. Nothing really was working for the Sunbirds, but Bree Hurt did finish that one with 14 points for FPU. On the men's side, the Sunbirds knocked off Concordia Irvine to round out their homestand. 68-59 to was the final score in that one, overcoming some early turnovers. The Sunbirds dominated the glass and the paint. They out-rebounded the Golden Eagles 39-23, outscored them in the paint 40 to 22, Darren Person Jr., Kyle Monk, Nate Kendricks, and Spencer Heimerdinger all finished in double figures. On the island, it was an overtime battle, though, that went Hawaii Hilo's way as the Vulcans were able to come away with a 74-65 to victory. The Sunbirds knocked down some big shots in the first half and went step-for-step step with the Vulcans in the second, but it was Hawaii Hilo that pulled away in the overtime period. Sunbirds were paced by a 22-point effort from Kyle Monk, both of those teams, the men's and the women's basketball teams, will stay on the islands for a pair of games this week. And since we're going to talk women's water polo all episode long, we're going to close with them as they were in action at home for the first time this season as they fell to Santa Clara 14-5. Despite an early lead, it was the high-powered Broncos offense that pulled away in the second to beat the Sunbirds. Five, the five Sunbird goals were scored by four different players as Hannah Walker was able to Get two goals on the day. Sam Dieterle, Rosemary Chapman, and Allie Hepner were all able to tally a score. Tim Slack was on the call for that one. So coming up next, we're going to bring him in. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth about this Fresno Pacific water polo team and what we can expect to see from them this season when we come back on the Sunbird Sound Off. Alpha Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal Suite 107 or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. 
every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frowsing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and farmer's insurance agent, is that person to put your trust in. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmer's insurance agent, Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off. As always, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing. Now, we'll bring on Director of Athletic Communications, Tim Slack, as we're going to preview a little bit of water polo before we talk to attacker Rosemary Chapman. The Sunbirds have gotten their season underway. They are 2-6 and six overall. They've played some really tough competition, come away with a pair of really good wins. And Tim, there's a lot to be excited about for this Fresno Pacific Sunbird squad. Yeah, I think the mixture of there's good experience. There's some pretty talented players. Rosemary Chapman herself is one of the captains or is the captain, uh, has been really fantastic, uh, a really good defender. Uh, but I think what the biggest thing that you'll hear from her teammates and the coaching staff is what kind of a leader she is. And and so I think you'll you'll get to talk to her uh, a little bit about that. Uh, but they have some really talented centers. Tatum Benson, we've talked to. Uh, she is an incredible goal scorer, is, is tough for teams because she can be in the pool, plays that center position really well. Uh, and then just those two, I think it's kind of the, the tip of the spear for, for this team. Uh, but it's a deep freshman class with experience sprinkled throughout the pool. And so Watching them mold, meld into to one unit is going to be fun to watch throughout the year. It The results, if you just went by that the, through the first eight games, been a little up and down, but I think when you take into account uh, the, the amount of travel, uh, just they're not going to be as deep as some of the other teams that they play, especially because they play so many Division One opponents. And so I think that can give you kind of this false idea that Oh, you know, they lost to Azuz by by a few goals. Um, but really, when you take into account they're probably tired, they're, they're still kind of gelling together. I think there's a lot to be excited about as the year progresses with this group. Yeah, and this is a, a record that you, you look through the first eight games, and it's not necessarily a record that speaks for itself. You kind of got to go in and look. The Sunbirds started off the season with a one-goal loss to Cal State Fullerton. Uh, but they've played some really, really tough competition in the non-conference uh, area of their schedule. And, and, you know, sometimes coaches like to schedule tough non-conference games to get you ready for conference. But uh, this is a Sunbird team that's gone up against some very, very talented teams. Well, everybody's got to remember, too, that this is the Western Water Polo Association. It's not the Pac West. And so some of those teams are D1 by nature, right? And And that's going to change i mean the the men it's going to change in the future um the the women it's it's kind of condensed into your concordias your biolas your azusas um those programs that are are fairly new um but outside of the wwpa really the the only other teams to play are division one teams and and so you get tested with santa clara and and schools like that where and uop 
um, that are really good. And so when you do look at the schedule and see some of the results, I think the four lo losses that were kind of lopsided, I think they feel like those could have been closer games. They could have been better games. Um, but they, they could have had chances if they weren't kind of going through that learning process. I think that the two close losses, they feel like were winnable games. And so, you know, you get to that point where you're always competing against the, some of the best teams, not just in the area, but in the country. I, I think you're going to see that growth, right? Like the, the teams, uh, especially some of those that are the lopsided ones, those are the teams that are competing with the USC's and the UCLA's and the Stanford's that are winning the national championship, right? And so it's not like we talk about in a lot of other sports where you have Division One, Division Two, it's kind of all the water polo teams are kind of in one big pool, so to speak. Um, and so the, the growth that they're getting, the experience that this team is getting, uh, the trajectory is going to – it's going to climb fast, right? And if, there, if there's any kind of glimpse into the potential of what this team is capable of, I mean, you look no further than uh, last week. Uh, they played Occidental. It was a 17-1 to victory. They were up 17 nothing. gave up one goal late. I mean, but if this Sunbird team can, can put together performances like that, there's a lot to be excited about. Well, Brian Sohovi stressed defense a lot in the fall. And one of the things he said, he feels like they have two of the best defenders in the conference in Emily Lopez-Abara, they call her BEM, and then Alexandra Jasso. Um, they're really good defenders. They're really tough. Uh, Emily had a, a play on Saturday where Santa Clara was, was kind of rolling at, at one point, but they were having problems consistently getting the ball inside because of Lopez Ibarra. And I think she had a block where it looked like she was completely beat. She recovered, and there was just nothing there for Santa Clara. And that did slow down the Broncos' momentum a little bit. So you have defenders there. Rosemary Chapman is one. I mean, she's so quick on the outside. Uh, it, it is a team that is strong defensively. Now, you flip that, and you think about, like, the old 90s NBA and somebody who's probably in on this conversation with water polo is probably not going to be in on the 90s NBA type of basketball. But sometimes when you're so concentrated on defense, right, like that's where you spend all your effort that sometimes the offense can lag. And I think that was something that happened Saturday. But when you watch the way that the, the defense plays and how connected it is, when it's on and, and you're in a 2-3 goal game, that's when the offense is then going to – turn on because either it's going to be counterattacks or it's going to be that aggression of feeling like we just got to dig deep for one goal. When it gets to four or five, that can feel a little bit more insurmountable. But I think with the way this team's playing, you're going to see close games. Any close game, they're going to have a shot to come back. All right, so now um, we'll talk a little bit about what's upcoming for the Sunbirds. They'll be at the Fresno State Invite Azusa Pacific Claremont and Fresno State, the three teams that they're going to be facing over those two days. Um, and we'll talk with Rosemary a, a little bit about this, too. But uh, this is a big chance for the Sunbirds to show a little bit of growth, even though it's not necessarily a home meet. They're still in Fresno. Well, I think that's exactly it. You look at a Zuza team and a Claremont team that they've already played, it, both of those. And so for Azusa, I think it's what I was saying a minute ago of – make it more competitive, show, show what you have. But Claremont, I, I think it's a game that they feel like slipped away a little bit late. Um, I don't think Rose Chapman played in that game. And so finding ways uh, to, to get out and 
um, establish themselves early, I think is going to be big. And then you cap it off with the host Fresno State to, to wrap up that tournament. So that's going to be a really good opportunity. Um, of course, there's a couple more road tournaments after that, and then they'll open up uh, WWPA with Monterey Bay in Monterey back on March 11th. But we will have a game March 13th. Uh, that's the next time they'll be at home at the Sunnyside Aquatic Center. Yeah, so obviously you still have a chance to come out and root on your Sunbirds. They'll be at Fresno State, like Tim just said. The next home match for the Sunbirds will be at Sunnyside Aquatic Center coming up on Monday, March 13th at 6.30. We'll take another quick break, and then we'll hear what some of the players have to say as Rosemary Chapman will join the Sunbirds sound off when we come back. Hello, I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. My wife, Cynthia, and I own and operate Haydock Real Estate. Hi, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. Haydock Real Estate protects your interests by handling your transaction with competence and kindness. We invite you to call us at 559-392-5283 to learn how our thoughtful approach can help you sell or buy your next home. Call Haydock Real Estate today at 559-392-5283. Executive Auto Detailing has over 30 years in business around Fresno, the complete automotive detailing and restoration place. They're ready to exceed your high standards when polishing, waxing, engine steam cleaning, or shampooing your car. Family owned and operated with over 15 professional detailed technicians to meet your car's every need. Executive Auto Detailing is ready to serve you, so head to executiveautocenter.com or call 559-222-9987. If you belong to a Mennonite brethren, Mennonite, brethren in Christ, or other Anabaptist church, and are looking for home or auto insurance, look no further than Mennonite Insurance. We insure our members' homes, churches, and our commitment is to provide you with competitively priced, superior insurance products with the highest quality service. Instant, no-obligation homeowner's estimate is available to you in 15 seconds at MennoniteInsurance.com. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by Farmers Insurance agent Sheila Frousing. We're going to continue talking some women's water polo as we've got attacker Rosemary Chapman, who has joined us here sitting on the couch. Rosemary, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's been a long day. Busy day started at 6 a.m. with practice, but I'm doing great. How are you? I, I'm doing pretty well. I know you guys start early because whenever I have the, the some of your, your, your teammates Working with me there, we got practice at 6 a.m., so I know it, it's a grind, so I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day here to join us. Um, Sunbirds have just gotten their season underway. They've played six games so far, a pair of wins. You're a big part of the offensive attack for this team, so let's start with you personally. What kind of drives you uh, t- to lead this, this Sunbird squad? Yeah, I mean, I think that we have a great group, um, a lot of positivity and and encouragement and that helps me stay motivated and want to encourage and support them back I think that um, just seeing uh, when my team gets down and the energy drops and then our performance drops like knowing that it's kind of my responsibility as well as some of the older girls to pick that back up and make sure that if we want to see that uh, energy rise again then we got to stay like motivated and um, and then lead as an example, too. So if they see that I'm working hard on every swim set and every drill uh, and doing my best in each game, then maybe they'll 
work, do the same. So. All right, so you've obviously been here at Fresno Pacific for three years now. What kind of growth have you seen? You mentioned some of the older, uh, the older players alongside yourself. What kind of growth have you seen from the program in the couple of years that you've been here? Yeah, we have a, the biggest roster that we've had um, since I joined. We just got two new additions from the swim team. They've been on the roster, but we finally got to practice with them. And now I think we're up to around 20 or so. I'd have to check the numbers, but it's definitely the most we've had in a long time. Um, a lot of growth, I think, in leadership. We went from having, it as a mentality of kind of, the captains are our main leaders. We just do whatever they say and the coach says to more of, I feel like we've incorporated a, a you're your own leader in a way like you can you can lead as well you don't have to be the captain to lead like we we obviously respect the captains we respect the coaches but the I've tried to incorporate I'm the captain on the team this year I tried to incorporate like upperclassmen leadership making sure that they just feel like the older sister the um, support for the freshmen and that they can lead if they know something can be fixed um, not being afraid to give that like constructive feedback while also making sure that they do it, like I said, constructively and not um, just criticism. And I think that that's really helped our program grow, um, incorporating in a more of a feel that you have a part on the team and that you can be a leader and not be afraid to um, help in any way that you can. Now, as a captain, is that something that you focus on, like specifically when you're working on, you know, leading, you know, maybe a newer, a newer player, you know, you're working on leading somebody else. How do you, how do you go about taking that captain role seriously? I mean, I, it's been a growing experience too. I started as a captain sophomore year, and so I've had to do it for the past three years, which not had to. I've been fortunate enough to be, have the opportunity to be the captain. Um, but my sophomore year, it was it was surprising and um, hard to understand how to be that position of a authority in a way um, of guidance to the girls that were older than me and I've grown into that position now as a senior I feel like I'm at the age of someone who can tell the girls a little bit what to do but I also have that experience from and and understanding of where they're coming from when they first come in and using that and applying what I've learned in water polo and out of in the classroom and everything um, to help the the freshmen and sophomores and juniors and we even have a couple super seniors so I I'm glad that I can feel like they have the relationship with them to help them as well. And obviously that team camaraderie comes together outside of the pool, outside of practice and stuff like that. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about the preseason bonding, and you said that's key. Can you explain a little bit about how that kind of gets everybody on the same page? Right. It's just, it's super important. I think that if you don't build that team dynamic in the preseason, then you don't have the trust, you don't have the respect for each other going into the season that you need. It's critical in a team sport to have that um, understanding of who each of your teammates are as a person, not just who they are in water polo. Um, so you can understand like how they would react to a loss if they don't want to hug, if they do want to hug, like that kind of thing, um, understanding their family life and what might be causing them to maybe not show up to practice or might not show up to practice with the right, um, you know, facial expression or mindset. Um, if they're, if they're down, you might have more of a comfort level to go to them and actually talk to them about it because you've built that in the preseason. 
Yeah, and, and you're exactly right. That's one thing that I find so unique around Fresno Pacific, especially when I've gotten the chance to talk to coaches and players like yourself. It really just seems like everybody is is really together on the same page, and that's so much uh, so much fun to see. You mentioned a little bit earlier you have a couple of swimmers who are joining water polo. I know you and Tatum Benson, who has been on Sunbird Sound Off a, a little bit earlier, you guys both do both of those. What's that like, kind of juggling not just yourself but also – with other players juggling both of those it's it's tough i can't even lie we have so yes like you said we have four girls who are dual sport athletes and um tatum and i do water polo and then um, we do as much swimming as we can but focus on water polo and and lauren and natalie they focus on swim but they're now done with swim and they're coming to do full force water polo as well so it's it's a it's a juggling act um a lot of communication on our parts as well as the coaches and making sure we're all on the same page and, and avoiding as much conflict as possible. Um, and the coaches have been so great um, and helping us to make sure that we're not going to burn out because we're doing these because we love the sports, not because we just want to like go around saying we're a dual sport athlete. So we want to keep that love for the sport going and they want to make sure that we can do that as well and make sure this our academics don't suffer too. And that was going to be my next question is because it can be difficult to, to juggle doing two sports at the same time. You've got practices, you've got, you know, workouts, you've got all that. Um, it, it definitely is difficult, but obviously, you know, it, it's nice when a coach or coaches, I should say, um, know exactly what's going on. Let's talk a little bit more about what we've seen from you guys in the pool throughout the course of the season through your first couple of games. You guys got a pair of wins uh, against Redlands and then uh, one against Occidental where you guys really were able to kind of run them out of the pool. Um, what bright spots have you seen so far from this team uh, early on in the season? We <clears throat> focused a lot on pre, uh, preseason defense. So in the fall, we focused on our defense, our drive defense, our shot blocking um, so I felt like that has been a key player. When we lose games, I feel like it tends to be the um, us not taking in what we've learned about defense and maybe like lightening up on what we know we can do. So on the teams that we've beaten, uh, we've, we've won against, we have used all of those things that we learned in the preseason about defense and had a really good press, had really good counterattacking, uh, lots of steals, lots of shot blocks, um, helping our goalie and I think that that was our highlight for sure. So if we can continue to use that defense and then strengthen our offense as well, make better passes, um, take the opportunities that we're given and finish the shots, that's, I think, one of our highlights is that we're setting up the opportunities. The opportunities are there. It's just, can we get the ball to the person that is open and can that person finish the shot? That's just what, what hopefully needs to come um, soon before conference teams start. Yeah, obviously conference is going to start a, a little ways down uh, the road. But um, you, you talk about the defense specifically. Uh, how do you guys go into practices kind of, you know, trying to improve on that? You, you mentioned that obviously that's a key for you guys. How, do you guys practice that? Well, what exactly is that process to, to get better defensively? It's about a mutual understanding that, like, when you're playing tough defense on your teammate, it's not a personal thing. It's that you're trying to grow together. You're trying to make each other better. So that's one of the things that Brian has, has had to try to tell us is it's okay to be aggressive on your teammates. Don't intentionally hurt anyone, but it's okay to be aggressive because we're going to play aggressive teams. So having that mutual understanding of, like, okay, I'm going to do my best so that you can do your best and we can make each other better. And that's just the mentality you have to have. And then 
each drill that we work on to improve the defensive skills to just do your best with those as well. So you look at the record, you guys are, are two and six overall through eight games, but obviously you guys play a lot of tough non-conference games before you get into WWPA action. What does that tough non-conference schedule do to get you guys ready when you do end up getting into conference play? I think it definitely shows us, um, challenges us and shows us what we can do when we're playing a really, really tough opponent and it makes us rise to a higher level. I think that if we only played teams that we could blow out like Occidental, um, then we would not ever improve. We would just play um, at like half speed and uh, playing teams like we're going to play this weekend, like Azusa Pacific and Fresno State, um, they definitely challenge us to make better passers. You have to make crisp passes right to their hand. You have to be on your legs at all time. You have to be aware of where the ball is because they move way faster than like Division Three teams um, and some of our conference teams as well. So it definitely helps prepare us so that we can be at our best when we do play the teams for the championship. So, so you mentioned uh, that that Fresno State tournament that's coming up uh, this weekend. Obviously, like some some great teams that are going to be there. Um, but it's also in Fresno. It's not necessarily a home match, but you're still in Fresno. What's that like to play that quality of team while you're still technically at home, but you're not at home? Right. I think that's the unique thing about going to Fresno State is it's only 20 minutes away, but it the atmosphere is different. And so for me, going to Sunnyside. It's like, oh, okay, well, we practice here every day. But Fresno State is a different school. It's a nice pool. It's, like, got the seating. And you get to see have the big crowd there because the tournament um, atmosphere is different because all the families and friends of each of those teams. And then you have the other teams sitting in the stands sometimes watching you and scouting, like, oh, we got to play them next. What's going to happen? Um, so it's definitely a different feeling. Um, so it feels like you're in a away game, but you have the rest and the non-traveling perks of it being only 20 minutes away yeah and obviously fans can you can come out to Sunnyside you can come out to Fresno State mm -hmm. you can watch this water polo team it's a really really fun team uh to to watch and and looking ahead obviously you guys still have you know quite a few tough matchups before you do get into conference play what's the overall vibe of the team like through the first two or three weeks of the season I think that it's a um the vibe is we're excited to play. I definitely see the excitement before every game. Um, we would love to win some more games, but we're not defeated from any of the losses. I think that it's just getting more comfortable. We have a big incoming class of freshmen, um, and a lot of them are getting playing time. So it's just getting them comfortable, figuring out where their role is and how we can all gel together better. Um, and then just like I said, we all just see that we see the improvement. We see the potential, the opportunities opening up. We just need to to follow through with those. And how important in water polo specifically is that that teammate, the the camaraderie? Um, you are tied for third on the team in assists. You, you lead the team in points, but also you can dish the ball out as well. How important is that for you guys to all be on the same page when you're in the pool, regardless of who's in there? Yeah, communication is so important. It's. Uh, I think a big reason uh, for the loss on Saturday was a lack of um, being on the same page and that communication. And we usually don't have that issue. Um, being on the same page is so important because there's so much happening in water polo. There's water splashing. Sometimes you can't really hear. Sometimes you can't really see. Sometimes you're being drowned underwater. <laughs> um, a ball can come at you when you're not ready for it. Like you might, you have to be aware of your, on defense, your player, but also the rest of the opposing team because you might have to help your own teammate cover someone 
Uh, someone might counter and you have to counter back with them. So it, you have to be aware of a lot of things and you're only one person. So you can only do so much by yourself. So having the communication of the rest of your teammates um, and being all on the same page, you work as one stronger whole instead of just a bunch of individuals. So, so as far as the team goes, uh, before we let you go, I know you've got class here in a little bit. Um, before we let you go, uh, obviously the Fresno State Invine coming up, that's next on your guys' uh, schedule, Azusa Pacific, Claremont, and Fresno State. Um, what's the, how, how are you guys feeling kind of going into that, knowing that this is going to be a very tough test against some really quality opponents? Right. The Azusa Pacific team really gave us a tough uh, match earlier in the season, so we're excited to make it a closer game, maybe even win. Um, Fresno State's always a challenge, always exciting to play them cross town, not really rivals, more like uh, friends, but, <laughs> and then, but we really want to be, take it to Claremont McKenna. Uh, we only lost by three. I didn't get to play in that game, but uh, we're hoping to win this game. I had uh, an interview, but hoping to win, um, hoping to improve on the things that we weren't happy with when we reviewed film and really just be a competitive team this weekend. Three games coming up for the Sunbirds this weekend, Azusa Pacific on Friday, Claremont and Fresno State on Saturday. We've been talking with attacker Rosemary Chapman. Rosemary, thank you for your time and best of luck this weekend. Thank you. All right, we'll take another quick break and then when we come back, we'll let you know what is on the menu for Sunbird Sports this upcoming week when we come back on the Sunbird Sound Off. Alpha Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal Suite 107 or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frowsing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and farmer's insurance agent, is that person to put your trust in. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmer's insurance agent, Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160. Welcome back to the Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing. Before we let you know what is on the menu for this week, we got to give you the Alpha Graphics Student Athletes of the Week. We'll start on the men's side as Jan Bielecki was really outstanding in the pool for Fresno Pacific Swim. He was able to take home three individual golds at the PCSC Championship. So your Men's Student Athlete of the Week, Jan Bielecki. On the women's side, Hope Irwin won the shot put for the Sunbirds with a toss of 12.52 meters. So Jan Bielecki and Hope Irwin, your Alpha Graphics Student Athletes of the Week for this past week. And now we'll let you know what is coming up 
for the Sunbirds here this week, and it's another busy week. Men's and women's tennis will be in action coming up tomorrow as they will take on Holy Names on the road. Women's match starts at 10 a.m. Men's match starts at 2 p.m. Men's and women's basketball continue their Hawaii road trip on Wednesday as well as they will take on Chaminade. The women's game starting at 8.30. The men's game starting at 10.30. So stay up late and watch some Sunbird basketball. On Friday, the Sunbird baseball team starts a series at Sonoma State. That game will be at 3 p.m. Women's water polo will get their tournament action started as they will take on Azusa Pacific across town at Fresno State. And then on Saturday, a bunch of different sports in action as track and field will be here in Fresno for the FPU invite, and I told you in the intro, we, we're going to tell you how you can come out and watch. There's not going to be any charge for any of these events, so make sure that you come out and support your track and field team. The throwing and the field events will be taking place here at FPU at Ramirez Field. The track events will be taking place just down the street at Sunnyside. Once again, no charge. So if you are free on Saturday, make sure that you come out and cheer on your Sunbirds as they will be hosting the FPU invite. Also on Saturday, a handful of road games across Sunbird Sports as baseball will continue their series at Sonoma State. That one scheduled first pitch at 11 a.m. Women's water polo with a pair of games at the Fresno State invite as they will take on Claremont and Fresno State. And well, like I said, baseball, they're also playing two games as well, a doubleheader on Saturday against Sonoma State. And that is going to do it for a, another fun episode here of the Sunbird Sound Off. Coming up next week on Sunbird Sound Off, we will talk basketball senior day as Lindsey Moody and Spencer Heimerdinger will join us. So make sure that you tune in. And as always, thanks for listening to another episode of the Sunbird Sound Off. This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousey. Whether it's home, auto, renters, or business, for the insurance that best fits your needs, call Sheila Frousey at 559-221-5160. Stay up to date with the Sunbirds at fpuathletics.com and on social media at FPU Sunbirds.